0: All right, here we go. It's great to have you in. We are absolutely packed, and I mean it this time. (laughs) On this Monday, this is Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido here with you. It's great to have you in. Christmas comes on Friday, so we're going to have a Christmas-themed show today a little bit as Santa Guido is going to give out Christmas gifts To all 32 teams in the NFL, we'll see what these teams need. We'll give them a gift and just see where we land with that. Monday night football is tonight. The Bengals and Steelers playing tonight. I think we can all kind of figure out how that one's going to (laughs) go. Even though you never know, the Jets beat the Rams yesterday. So, hey, maybe we all don't know anything. But uh, it is great to have you in. I'm Mike Guido here with you. This is Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I do want to remind you that Guido's Gridiron Blitz is sponsored by American betting experts, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States. What we've done is we've teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry Football followers and podcast listeners. So here's what you do. You go to our website, LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. You'll see it'll be right there. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state, such as BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, all of those gaming sites. You sign up, and then you instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page and get in on the action with a special offer from American betting experts. That is American betting experts. Uh, okay. Like I said, Santa Guido is going to give out gifts later on in the show today. Monday Night Football is tonight. We'll discuss that. Uh, but I do want to begin with this. We have a, a whole lot of topics today. So yesterday, biggest upset of the year, the New York Jets beat the LA Rams uh, in Los Angeles. And I, I, I can't really put into words how shocking that is. And I'm sure Rams fans are pissed. And I'm sure that, (laughs) look, the the Rams are trying to make the playoffs. They're trying to make a Super Bowl push. They were in first place. They lost it because of yesterday. I'm sure that Rams fans are absolutely livid today, this afternoon. But New York Jet fans are even more mad. (laughs) They are angry today. Because of the win yesterday, the New York Jets have lost, at least for the time being, the number one pick in the NFL draft. They only have about a 34% chance of obtaining it now. They had a 74% chance of getting the number one pick before yesterday. Now the number one pick uh, belongs to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, and the reason it is so coveted, as we all know, is Trevor Lawrence, the superstar quarterback out of Clemson, will undoubtedly be the number one pick in this year's draft. He's the best quarterback that we've seen since Andrew Luck, and maybe he, mi- he might even be better than Andrew Luck. So the Jets lost that. <laughs> yeah. Listen, they were clearly tanking all year, and everybody's giving them crap. Oh, they can't even tank right. Jeez, these Jets, they are just terrible at everything. I mean, it's just crazy. And Jet fans are in are furious uh, yesterday. They're furious today. They don't want to listen to sports radio. They don't want to watch television. They don't want to watch, the, uh, listen and watch this podcast. They, they don't want to hear it because Trevor Lawrence was theirs and they let him go. The only way the Jets get the number 1 pick now is if they lose out and if Jacksonville wins one more game. Jacksonville has lost 13 straight. <laughs> Jacksonville won in week 1 and then they've lost 13 straight and yesterday it was very ugly for Jacksonville against the Ravens. So it is not looking great for the Jets to get the number one pick, but I do want to point this out. <sighs> New York radio today is killing the Jets. It, it, it's, it's killing them because listen, they, they lose the number one pick. They lose Trevor Lawrence. How terrible that is. Let me tell you why Jet fans shouldn't panic why Jet fans shouldn't be outrageously upset because, and I know that Jet fans don't want to hear this, but it's the reality of your situation. Sam Darnold is not a bad quarterback. In fact, I think Sam Darnold is a good quarterback. And in fact, he has the potential to be a really good quarterback. Now, the numbers this year are going to tell you otherwise, right? 59.7% completion percentage. He's thrown six touchdowns and nine interceptions. His quarterback rating is 70.7. He is terrible this year. But let me tell you something honestly. When we talk about other quarterbacks in the league, that are having day uh, or having seasons like this for example Carson Wentz in Philadelphia we are giving up on Carson Wentz in Philadelphia Drew Locke in Denver we are giving up we are giving up on him we're giving up on him. Cam Newton in New England we I mean we're sa- he can't even be a backup quarterback why are we not hearing the same exact thing about Sam Darnold? The situation in New York with the Jets is so bad that we are excusing Sam Darnold from the absolutely horrendous season that he is having. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. So the Jets today, and I would, I would guess today until draft day, have a very good decision, have a very hard decision to make. I'll say this. It is either they could stick at number two, keep Sam Darnold as their quarterback, and draft something else. The Jets already have two first round picks. They have their pick and they have the Seattle pick in from the Jamal Adams trade. So they could stay at number two Draft that superstar tackle from Oregon, Penny Sewell. Stick him at right tackle, and have, quite frankly, the best young tackle combination in the entire uh, NFL with 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 Penny Sewell and and Mackay Becton. Or or maybe you draft a drafted defensive guy. You also have this other choice. You could, if you don't plan on taking a quarterback, you could trade back, obtain even more picks than you already have. The Jets have a slew of draft picks. They have a ton of draft picks. Joe Douglas, their GM, has done an amazing job at acquiring assets, trying to rebuild this franchise. You could trade back, obtain more picks. Your third option is is you could still take a quarterback, that quarterback more than likely being Justin Fields out of Ohio State. Now, I like Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is going to be a really nice NFL player. I really do. He, look, as far as special, he has it. He has special ability. I think he's got a good arm. His his uh, mobility is fantastic. Justin Fields is a good player. Ohio State is undefeated. So, you got to, you know, I, I guess they've only played like seven games or whatever they've played. But, <laughs> you know undefeated still undefeated justin field is uh, justin fields is legit he's a legit player now we understand today that trevor lawrence is far ahead of anybody uh, trevor lawrence as a prospect is ju- like it, he's ridiculous like it, it is really hard to find flaws in his game it, it, he's not perfect But it's really hard to find flaws in his game. His arm is great. He's super accurate. He's an athletic player. He's got great size. He's 6'6". Okay, he's got stature. He commands the field. He was unbelievable as a freshman at Clemson. Okay, I said two years ago that when Trevor Lawrence took over for Kelly Bryant as the quarterback for Clemson, I said Clemson just replaced the guy that was leading them to a national championship game with the best quarterback in the country and I was right. Trevor Lawrence won the national championship. I mean, look, Trevor Lawrence is a real player and Justin Fields, as good as he is, is not Trevor Lawrence. Zach Wilson out of BYU is not Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Trey Lance out of North Dakota, North Dakota State is not Trevor Lawrence. They're not close. So the Jets have to come to a decision. They could still take a quarterback. The Jets are more than likely going to get the number two pick in the draft this year. So Trevor Lawrence might be gone, but a new quarterback might not be. They have to make the decision of, well, we could take Justin Fields. But how much better is Justin Fields than Sam Darnold? How how much more confident do you feel in Justin Fields than Sam Darnold? Let me give you an idea for this, okay? The, like I said, the Jets have a bevy of draft picks. So, if you were to draft another quarterback and you were to give up on Sam Darnold, you were going to trade him for a later round pick, maybe a second or a third round pick, okay, you'd get exactly pretty much what the Cardinals got for Josh Rosen a couple of years ago. You wouldn't really get anything super special. But let's say you were to give up on Sam Darnold. So you you draft Justin Fields, and then you try to build around him somehow. You are putting Justin Fields in a situation with a brand new head coach. You're putting him in a situation still without very many wide receivers, without a great offensive line, without a running game. You're going to be in a very similar situation than you are in now. And to be honest with you, even if you got Trevor Lawrence and I'm not saying you shouldn't have taken him, but if you got Trevor Lawrence, he'd be in the same situation. It is extremely hard for young quarterbacks to succeed without surroundings around them, right? Like, Like they need pieces. They need receivers. They need protection. They need like, look, Justin Herbert this year. Look at the difference between Justin Herbert and Tua. Okay. And Justin Herbert, who's got a decent offensive line, a good running game. He's got a bunch of receivers. He's got a great tight end. Justin Herbert has been given a lot of resources and it shows he's been phenomenal. Now the Miami Dolphins with Tua, I'm sure they're not upset with Tua, but Justin Herbert's going to win rookie of the year. Tua isn't even in the conversation. And part of that is because Tua has way less wide receivers. His offensive line is way less good. He's got, he's not, he doesn't have the same talent at running back. Like rookie quarterback surroundings matter. Sam Darnold hasn't been given that in three years. So now that you lost Trevor Lawrence, dial in on continuing to build around Sam Darnold, you have a bevy of draft picks. Load up on the offensive side of the football. Draft three wide receivers. Draft more offensive linemen. Like I said, you have the number two pick. I'm sure the Cincinnati Bengals they can't protect Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's out for the season because they can't protect him. I'm sure they love that left tackle out of Oregon. You could steal him from the Bengals. And give yourself absolute bookends. Joe Douglas is going to spend money in free agency. They have the second most cap space in the entire NFL entering into next year. Okay, the Jets are treating this situation like it is the end of the world. It's not. And I understand that losing Trevor Lawrence sucks, right? This morning, you're feeling defeated. This afternoon, you're just, you are just, you're, you're fed up you're done, right? You cannot believe that the Jets franchise can't even tank right. You had the opportunity of getting the generational quarterback talent and you screwed it up by beating a team that you had no business beating, right? I I mean, Jets fans are livid this morning. This afternoon, today, on this Monday, I get that it sucks, and that getting the idea of getting Trevor Lawrence is super sexy. You're really into the idea, but getting Trevor Lawrence doesn't necessarily fix your problem. The Jets need a co- need to replace a coach. They need to get some wide receivers. They need an offensive line. that The Jets have a ton of problems and Trevor Lawrence does not solve any of them, really, because quarterback is not your need. Quarterback, Trevor Lawrence would be going into Sam Darnold's situation, and maybe he'd perform a little bit better than Sam Darnold because Trevor Lawrence has more talent. He's he's better. But you think that getting Trevor Lawrence automatically puts you in the playoffs and puts you in a Super Bowl conversation? No. Sam Darnold has special ability. You just have to unlock it. You have to fire Adam Gase, get some wide receivers, have, start you know get a running back, get you know have a reliable running game, okay? Make, make your offense a little bit more than one dimensional. Learn how to protect it. It isn't the end of the world for the Jets. You just have to unlock the potential of Sam Darnold. So today, the decision that I make is since I've lost Trevor Lawrence, or at least for the time being, I lost Trevor Lawrence. I'm keeping Sam Darnold as my quarterback. Draft and look, Sam Darnold has one more year on his rookie contract and then he has his fifth year option. If you don't want to keep Sam Darnold, if you're just as bad next year and you get the number one pick again or just as bad two years from now, you can draft a quarterback then. Who knows? Maybe there will be a another super, super talent In uh, the next year or two, right? You you never know. But take your chances with Sam Darnold. Build this roster. Again, you have the opportunity to trade back. Take some superstar tackle, or you you could have the the chance to get the best defensive player in the draft, or whatever. I mean, look, this draft is again another one that's loaded at wide receiver. Take a ton of them. Give Sam Darnold a crap ton of weapons give it a shot, man. Uh, look, I, I get that Jet fans are, are, are and this is something, like I said, that they don't want to hear, but your reality is, is that this is not the end of the world. Sam Darnold is not your problem. Sam Darnold has all the potential in the world. You just have to get it out of him. You missed on coach. Your offensive line is bad. You don't have any wide receivers. Your running game is bad. I mean, no quarterback Peyton Manning can't succeed in that situation. Tom Brady can't succeed in that situation. You saw it last year, right? Tom Brady got bounced early. That offense in New England was terrible. So really hard to ask your quarterback to succeed in a situation like that. I want to move on to this. So the New England Patriots have officially been eliminated from the playoffs. It's the first time in 12 years. Or, I'm sorry, uh, yes, 12 years. The New England Patriots were not a great football team this year. And that leads everybody to believe, oh, hey, hey, Belichick without Brady, he can't win. You know, I, I, I don't normally go about things like this, but I will anyway. It is really hard to win in this league if your quarterback plays like garbage every single game. Cam Newton this year has been an absolute disgrace to the quarterback position. I mean, he's been awful in every aspect. Every si- he has 5 touchdown passes and 10 interceptions. Okay, his quarterback rating is 79.6. I got news for you. Running game, offensive line, and coaching is not the problem. I understand his receivers might not be great, but you've got to be kidding me. Cam Newton has been absolutely atrocious. And he's been atrocious since week one. It is a miracle that with Cam Newton as the starter this year, that the Patriots managed to go six and seven. This is a guy who's thrown five touchdown passes this year. Sam Darnold has thrown six touchdown passes and nine interceptions, and the Jets got their first win yesterday. The Patriots are a six-win football team with Cam Newton throwing twice as many interceptions as he has touchdowns. How crazy is that? And I understand today that we are going to look at the records of the Patriots and we're going to look at the the record of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and say, Brady is winning the divorce. No, he's not. I got news for you. Tom Brady is not. That's not a Super Bowl team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not a Super Bowl team, no matter how you slice it. Until Tom Brady can consistently throw the ball down the field, and by down the field, I mean more than 20 yards in the air, they're not a Super Bowl team. They're not. We will love, Everybody's going to love bashing the Patriots today because they've been kicking everybody's ass for 20 years, and I get it. They've been killing everybody for 20 years. Everybody loves to watch them lose. I like watching them lose. But I will be completely honest with you about this. I don't care how good of a coach Bill Belichick is. When your quarterback throws twice as many interceptions as he does touchdowns, you are not winning games. You're not winning games. Okay, like just think about this for a second. The New England Patriots won a game on the road 45 to nothing and Cam Newton threw the ball 69 yards. Cam Newton threw the ball 69 yards that game and the Patriots won 45 to nothing. I don't care what anybody else shows me. That's incredible coaching. What do you think today? Do you think that Brady today has benefited more from Bill Belichick or do you think that Bill Belichick has benefited more from Tom Brady? I have re- honestly Tom Brady with Bruce Arians and his, as his head coach right now and all of those weapons can't throw the ball more than 20 yards in the air he can't do it and Tampa Bay's not a Super Bowl team New England until it took them till week 15. week 15 with Cam Newton at quarterback who is a turnover machine it took him till week 15 to get eliminated from the playoffs I mean, is that sick or is that sick? I'm serious. I I, I mean, you can't, you can't make this stuff up. (laughs) Look, I, I am not, a lot of people think when I have this conversation, a lot of people think that I chalk it up to Brady sucks and that Bill Belichick is God. No, I, I don't think that, but let's be real. Okay. Neither one would be where they are without the other. That's a fact. That's true. No matter how you slice it, that's true. But this season does not mean anything as far as the divorce. In fact, like I said before, they're both in therapy. The Patriots, uh, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are both in therapy. I'm sure Bill misses Tom. I'm sure Brady misses Bill at least a little bit. The Buccaneers are not a winning football franchise. It is different for Tom. Bill Belichick, maybe he doesn't necessarily miss Tom, but he misses a quarterback that can kind of play. Like, he can kind of, like, imagine if the Patriots needed to go through a season with a quarterback like that and then we blame the we, we blame their losses all on well, Bill Belichick couldn't overcome it. How could anybody, how could anybody overcome five touchdowns and ten picks? In how many games has, has Cam Newton played this year? Thirteen. And by the way, with all of that, he is six and seven. <laughs> How amazing is that? I'm serious. That's crazy. Cam Newton has been tr- absolutely terrible this year. It is a miracle that the Patriots were as good as they were with that poor quarterback play. Listen, I don't care. I think the Patriot, here's the moral of the story here. The Buccaneers have completely underwhelmed on their expectations. I say that over and over again. The Patriots, I think, exceeded their expectations. The Patriots' expectations this year were that they were going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL, and guess what? They're not. It took them till week 15 to get eliminated from the playoffs. They had a shot until week 15. That's just it right there. So take for that what you will. Uh, But quickly, I do want to move on to this. So we saw yesterday, um, you know, a very interesting game yesterday in my eyes was the Eagles and the Cardinals. This was an interesting game because you got to see two quarterbacks that have played for the same coach that are very similar players, right? Cardinals Eagles, it was Kyler Murray versus Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts so far this year as a starter is one and one. That was his first career loss yesterday. He's a 55% completion percentage. He has five touchdowns and one pick. Ooh, five touchdowns, one pick. Oh my God, it's not that bad. Okay. Um, you're watching the game yesterday and Jalen Hurts is keeping them in the football game, right? He's He is keeping the Eagles in the football game. But don't kid yourself. If you watched any portion of that football game yesterday, you understand that it is not close. Kyler Murray is so much better than Jalen Hurts, and it isn't even funny. It isn't even funny how much better Kyler is than Jalen Hurts. Kyler this year, just to give me an idea, 67.6% completion percentage 26 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. He has a quarterback rating of 97.1. Jalen Hurts' completion percentage is 55%. Okay, we'll compare numbers from yesterday's game. Cardinals got a win yesterday. The final score 33 to 26 in Arizona. The final stat line yesterday is Jalen Hurts was 24 of 44 for 338 yards and three touchdowns. Hey, 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 not bad. Kyler Murray yesterday was 27 of 36 for 406 yards, three touchdowns and one interception. That was Kyler Murray yesterday. This is not, it's not close, guys. It's not close. People are going to say, oh, well, wait, that's not That's not that different. 27 to 36, 24, 44. That's not that different. Actually, it is. Actually, it's by more than 20%. Kyler Murray completed 75% of his throws yesterday. Jalen Hurts completed 54 and a half. 54 and a half. I, 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 look, the reality is about Jalen Hurts today is that he isn't an NFL quarterback. He's not. And look, can he win you a couple of games? Yes. Can he look good for a couple of games? Yes. But the harsh realization that the Eagles have to come to is that Jalen Hurts is exactly what gets figured out in the NFL within seasons. I mean, Jay, I don't know how long it'll take, a year or two or something like that, maybe even less, for Jalen Hurts to get figured out. They gave up on Carson Wentz for a guy who is a poor man's Kyler Murray. And it would I wouldn't even say poor man's, an impoverished man's Kyler Murray. His completion percentages throughout the first three games of his career— is 41-and-a-half, 56-and-a-half, 54-and-a-half. The guy is Tim Tebow throwing the football. Okay, Kyler Murray is more accurate than Jalen Hurts. He's a better runner than Jalen Hurts. He's a smarter quarterback than Jalen Hurts. But we're treating them as if they're the same player because they both came out of Lincoln Riley's system at Oklahoma. they are all of a sudden the same sort of caliber of talent. They are not. Jalen Hurts at Alabama were they were begging Jalen Hurts not to throw the football. They were begging him, don't throw, don't throw. Well, hand it off. We got nine running backs that are all going to go in the first round. Hand it off to them. All you have to do is not fumble the ball and not throw interceptions and not completely screw up the entire game. Do you remember that Jalen Hurts in the national championship game a couple of years ago got pulled for Tua? Jalen Hurts was playing so poorly that he got pulled for Tua in the national championship game. Nick Saban gave up on Jalen Hurts and they rode to that's why Jalen Hurts ended up at Oklahoma and granted he played great at Oklahoma, but every quarterback plays great at Oklahoma. (laughs) Do we understand Lincoln Riley is an offensive mastermind? Of course he played well at Oklahoma. Everybody does. Everyone look. (laughs) Kyler Murray this year, 97.1 quarterback rating. 67.5% completion percentage. And I understand that yesterday the game was close. thought I was going to sneeze for a second. I understand the yesterday the game was close. 33-26 at home in Arizona, right? Hey, Jalen Hurts hung in there. Yeah, he did. And you got to give Jalen Hurts a little bit of credit for that, don't you? You do. You do. But let's be honest. If you watched the game yesterday, even kind of, you would understand that the, ball, the way the ball comes out of Kyler Murray's hands, the way it comes out of Jalen Hurts' hands, it's just different. Kyler Murray throws a beautiful football. Jalen Hurts, you're still worried about. (gasps) Oh boy. Jalen Hurts this season has almost as many completions to the ground as he does his wide receivers. Okay. Like (laughs) it's just, it's that simple and everything that everybody hates about a running quarterback in the NFL is exactly what Jalen Hurts is. You can't tell me that you love him. Because you're going to figure out at some point that he doesn't work. You're trying to convince me Lamar Jackson doesn't work. You think Jalen Hurts will It's so simple. So so simple. Okay, uh I do want to remind you Don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts, American betting experts. Go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. You click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page, and then you pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. Okay, so that's BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, all of those things. Okay, sign up, instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from a hundred bucks to a thousand bucks. Okay. That's a hundred bucks to a thousand bucks in an account deposit match or risk-free bet. It's that easy. Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. Okay. So huh. ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Santa Guido has arrived. Uh, look, I know that you know that we are in week 15 of the NFL season. Monday Night Football is tonight. Uh, I think we have a pretty good idea of what teams are competing, what teams are rebuilding. We, we all understand what these teams are doing now. They all have some sort of sense of direction. Um, so I'm going to go through the NFL, and I'm going to hand out Christmas presents to every NFL team. We'll see what they need. All right, here we go. Let's begin in the NFC East. So I'm going to go uh, NFC East. I'll start in last place in each division, go up to first place. So the Philadelphia Eagles, what they need is a hospital built in their backyard, <laughs> right? Like the Eagles, their biggest issue is that they can't stay healthy. They can't stay healthy. And another emerging issue for them, obviously, is the fact that they can't seem to make a good decision about their quarterback The Jalen Hurts is not the direction you should have gone in. You have to try and make it work with Carson Wentz. Not only does he fit more of what today's NFL asks for, but he's also costing you $100 million over the next three years. So you really should try to make him work. Um, So for the Eagles, for me, uh, they need to get healthy. Their offensive line needs to get healthy. They don't have a good left tackle right now. Lane Johnson's hurt. Brandon Brooks, their pro bowl right guard is hurt. Uh, as far as wide receivers, Deshaun Jackson is hurt. Alshon Jeffrey just came back a couple of weeks ago. I mean, they have to get healthy. They really do. Darius Slay got hurt on their defense. The the Philadelphia Eagles are completely injury riddled. They have to get a little bit healthier. My Christmas present to them would be a hospital. <laughs> they need they need some help. uh let's go to the New York Giants. Uh Their gift this year, in my eyes, needs to be time. Now, let me tell you what that means. They need time to develop. Joe Judge is the coach. They got him right. He's legit. He provides a great, It it put in a really great culture. Joe Judge was a great hire by the New York Giants. And nobody's ever heard of Joe Judge. (laughs) <laughs> when when the Giants heard, uh, hired Joe Judge, Giants fans were pissed because they were, who the hell is this guy? That's who we're stuck with. I'm pretty sure they're happy with Joe Judge this year. Um, but the thing they need is time. Andrew Thomas, I think if you remember, okay, he's going to be their left tackle for a number of years to come. Andrew Thomas out of the four top tackles that were going to that were taken in last year's draft, right? It was Andrew Thomas, Jedrick Wills. Makai Becton and Tristan Wirfs. Out of those four guys, I think everybody agreed that Andrew Thomas was the least pro ready, but he had the highest upside. Andrew Thomas could have been in, could be an incredible left tackle. And that's what I mean. You need Andrew, you, you need time to develop your offensive line, to develop those receivers. You've got a bunch of young defensive players, right? Guys like Julian Love and Dexter Lawrence and Jabril Peppers and like, You've got a ton of young defensive players that need to get developed. So what do the Giants need? They need time, and that's exactly what they're going to get. Okay, the Dallas Cowboys, here's what they need. They need an extra $50 million in cap space. (laughs) Um, The Dallas Cowboys, they're going to make the mistake. They are going to make the mistake of paying Dak Prescott 40 plus million 35 or 40 plus million dollars this offseason. It's gonna happen. But what the Cowboys really need is to let Dak walk test the market, maybe his price comes down a little bit or just draft a new quarterback, just take a chance on some kid. Okay? Look, in the top 8 right now, right right the Cowboys are the number 8 pick. They won yesterday against uh um against the 49ers. I mean, they have the eighth pick right now. Who's going to draft a quarterback? Jacksonville will, uh, Carolina might Atlanta. Yeah. I, I think they still like Matt Ryan after that. You really got nothing. Okay. You get the third best quarterback on the board. You get Trey Lance, you get Zach Wilson. Listen, maybe if they like Zach Wilson more, maybe you got a chance at Justin Fields, but honestly, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, what you want to do is you want some you want some clarity on the Dak situation. You want if you had an extra $50 million to spend, okay, give it a Dak. <laughs> all right? Like give some money to Dak. Keep him around as your quarterback, Dom all, and you can keep you can still keep his surrounding pieces. So what the Cowboys want for Christmas is another $50 million in cap space. So they've got some room to play with this Dak situation. Maybe it becomes a little bit less serious. Uh okay. Uh first place team in the NFC East right now, the Washington football team. I can't believe that. Uh but what they want obviously is a new quarterback. They are not going to move forward with Dwayne Haskins. Alex Smith is not their future. Kyle Allen is not their future. They need a new quarterback. Now, again, I have a feeling that Washington is going to win the division. And because they're going to win the division, they're not going to have a very great draft pick to get that quarterback. So they're going to end up drafting something else, probably an offensive player, a wide receiver, or something like that. They're going to draft some other position. Um, but look, Ron Rivera has made it perfectly clear. He doesn't want to move forward with Dwayne Haskins, who they spent the first-round pick on a couple of years ago. They don't want to move forward with him. So Washington, they need a new quarterback because – He's not on the roster. Their future is not on the roster. So, that's what Washington's going to be asking for, a new quarterback. Go to the NFC North. The Detroit Lions, uh, what could they use? Maybe some front office stability. Uh, They had to fire their GM, Bob Quinn. They fired their head coach, Matt Patricia. They need to get some stability in those two spots, right? Executive stability. I think they have quarterback, right? Matthew Stafford's a good player, and I think that if they can, if they have the choice, I'm sure they'd like to keep him around. They Detroit's been really fond of Matt Stafford. Detroit fans have been really fond of Matt Stafford. The Lion fans are smart. They understand that this organization is the primary reason that Matt Stafford hasn't really fulfilled his potential. But the talent's there. You can see it, right? I mean, look, Calvin Johnson retired early. They brought in Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones and they're fine receivers, but look, I don't think the Detroit roster is bad. Maybe you need some improvements in certain areas, right? Like you probably need a little bit of help on defense, maybe a little bit, uh, again, some, some more creative play calling what they need is some front office stability. Uh, all right. The Minnesota Vikings, uh, here's what they want. (laughs) What they want is a time machine. They want to go back in time to when they had this incredible roster and they could capitalize on it. Okay. When their defense was humming, they had, I mean, Everson Griffin was great, right? When they had Xavier Rhodes at corner in his prime, like uh, this was a roster that was absolutely scary. Right I mean Justin Jefferson's a great wide receiver, but I'm sure they even miss a little bit of Stefan Diggs, right. I mean the Vikings they're not the same team, right? And I don't really think that it's Kirk Cousins who's the problem. I think it's the fact that they're not playing really urgent football. I think their defense is a little bit out of chemistry. uh Minnesota, I think, could use a time machine because again they they would I think they would love to have another crack at it. With the roster that they had a year or so ago. Uh all right, the Chicago Bears. This one's easy. <laughs> they need a replacement for Trubisky. They they need an answer at quarterback and they need it fast because they don't want to lose what they have with this defense. Right? Khalil Mack's great. Robert Quinn's great. They Akeem Hicks is great. Eddie Jackson's great. I mean, Danny Trevathan, Roquan Smith. I mean, they, they have legitimate players on this defense. They don't want to lose these guys. Um, David Montgomery, their running back, is turning into a real legitimate offensive weapon. He's a really nice player. They have Allen Robinson, who's not bad. They need a guy that can get them the football, right? Mitch Trubisky's not that. Nick Foles is not that. The Bears would love a quarterback. They would love a quarterback for Christmas. Uh, All right, the Green Bay Packers. How about some freaking wide receivers? Okay, (laughs) this is just, it's so easy to me. Okay, Devontae Adams is sick. He's amazing. But outside of that, the the Packers are throwing to undrafted guys, fifth-round picks, like invest some real assets in some perimeter players. Aaron Rodgers, imagine, okay, Aaron Rodgers is having an MVP season this year. Imagine what he could be doing if he had more than one wide receiver that could consistently find space and get open. Imagine if that was the case. I mean that would be incredible. Green Bay I think would be the overwhelming Super Bowl favorite if they had at least one more perimeter player that would put some more pressure on defenses. They look their offense is it's it's loaded with one guy. Okay. Like they are asking Aaron Rodgers to do so much. So a wide receiver would be nice for the Packers. All right, NFC South, the Carolina Panthers. Um this is another one of those teams that needs that well first of all they need time, they need time for development. But the thing that I really think that they need what they're going to be asking for for Christmas is another year full of good draft picks. That can develop into serious players. Carolina is building something, and I actually like the direction they're going in. I think they need another quarterback. Right, I'm not sure Teddy Bridgewater's the answer, but I'm sure they would love a new quarterback. They need to stack up on young talent. Okay, be the Golden State Warriors. You know, I think the Panthers are 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 building something really really good. There, they have great wide receivers. Right, I love what they've got on, on the perimeter. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel. I mean. They have some real weapons. Imagine when Christian McCaffrey comes back too. They're going to have him as well. This defense is not very good, but it's because it's very young, right? Jeremy Chin, Derek Brown, Brian Burns. Uh, they have really nice players. They've got guys that have a ton of talent. Losing Luke Keekley I'm sure, didn't help either. But they are a team that needs uh, some more young talent. Uh, as the uh, young talent they have uh, developing, uh, is still in that process. They need some more guys to get uh, to stack up that roster. Uh, number three. All right. The Atlanta Falcons. Um, Honestly, they need anything on the defensive side of the football. They, they really do. The Atlanta defense is so bad. It is. So, they don't stop anybody. They don't get after the quarterback. They don't stop the run. Their secondary is not very good. Like Atlanta just needs talent on the defensive side of the football. I I, want to, you know, put this into perspective. The Falcons can score points on a weekly basis. They really do know how to score points. And they know how to gain yards, right? Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Todd Gurley. uh, Russell Gage has turned into a nice receiver. Like they've got players. Matt Ryan's a top 10 quarterback. Atlanta has a really nice roster. The only problem is, is that their defense is so bad, they can't stop anybody. So Atlanta needs to stack up on talent on the defensive side of the football. Uh, All right, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what they want for Christmas is a quarterback that can throw a deep ball, okay? And everybody's going to try to prove me wrong today. They're going to say, well, Guido, did you watch yesterday? I mean, that deep ball to Antonio Brown, that was amazing. I said before that occasionally Tom Brady can make a play, right? But you do realize that for every deep uh, deep ball that he makes, he misses like six of them, right? Like, he, how many times does Russell Wilson complete his deep balls? All the time. How many times does Patrick Mahomes complete his deep balls? All the time. Aaron Rodgers, same deal. I mean, look, the, the Buccaneers have high flyer flyers in their offense. They need a quarterback that can fulfill on those promises. All right, the New Orleans Saints. What do they need? Um, really, the Saints don't need much. Honestly, what they, what, what honestly, what they would like is a younger Drew Brees. Right, like that would be the thing that would make everything better. You could clearly see yesterday when the Saints were playing the Chiefs that the quarterback mismatch was not close. Drew Brees had a terrible game, and. You could tell like the saints should not have been able to compete in that football game yesterday. They, he absolutely should. They, they shouldn't have, but drew Brees, again is the thing that is, that worries me about the saints actually this year. And I love drew Brees. He's the most accurate quarterback I've ever seen in my whole life, but you could tell he's aging. He's not throwing the ball down the field the same way. Okay. Even yesterday, his accuracy was not there. And he's coming off the injury and the Chiefs are a tough team. I get that. He was playing without Michael Thomas, but that's the thing. I'm sure if they had a younger Drew Brees, more fit for his prime, the Saints would be on a different level. All right. NFC West, the San Francisco 49ers, they need health, right? I mean, Nick Bosa got hurt at the beginning of the year. Solomon Thomas got hurt. I mean, Richard Sherman got hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo's still hurt. Like Everybody got hurt for the 49ers this year. They're not a playoff team this year, obviously. Um, Plus, they play in an incredibly tough division. They really just need healthy guys. Uh, The Arizona Cardinals. Santa Guido is going to give the Arizona Cardinals a little bit of improvement on their offensive line. They have to keep Kyler Murray protected. Now, their offensive line is better this year than it was last year. But it's still not great. Kyler Murray's been sacked 22 times. You have to be able to not force him to be so escapable. Okay. What you have to do, honestly, is make sure that he can sit. Because when Kyler Murray sits in the pocket and delivers a football, I mean, he's incredibly good. I mean, he completes a high amount of his, uh, a good amount of his passes when uh, he's protected in the pocket. So Arizona up front, I think they could use a little bit of work. The L.A. Rams (laughs) took a loss to the Jets yesterday. What could the Rams use? You know, I'm going to go a similar route for the Cowboys here. The Rams could use a whole bunch of money because they can't afford to pay anybody. Look, they're paying Jared Goff. They're playing Andrew Whitworth. They're paying Aaron Donald. They're paying Jalen Ramsey. Like, this is such a a top-heavy roster. And again, the Rams are good, and they're, they're extremely well coached. This roster isn't very deep. They don't have incredible pass rushers. They don't have great linebackers. They don't have a great offensive line. Like, they're just, they got to hit on a bunch of new draft picks because, quite frankly, what is happening right now right now with the Rams is their lack of talent because their lack of money is catching up to them. So, the Rams could use a bunch of money, some extra cap space to fill out this roster. All right, the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, boy. Uh, their Christmas present should be anything to help Russell Wilson, right? I mean, offensive line is bad, defensive line is bad, the full defense is bad. Wide receivers are very, are are pretty decent. Right? Running game is okay. Like they just Russell Wilson is carrying the Seahawks on his back. It is a miracle that they're ten and four. But I do want to point out that despite the fact that this roster is terrible, Russell Wilson, and uh, you know, again, Russell Wilson is probably not going to win MVP anymore, but that's exactly the point, is you got to get him some protection. Russell Wilson is on his back so much uh, on a weekly basis. And you do also have to keep in mind that, you know, this defense really can't stop anybody. So Seattle just needs talent. On both sides of the football. they Seriously, they they are not a good drafting team. They, they really need to figure that out. All right, we'll f- uh, fly through the AFC. The New York Jets, what do they need? How about a brand new head coach? Okay, that's still your biggest problem. Adam Gase is terrible. You need to bring in a, a new head coach. Anybody would be better, okay? You could literally hire a tree stump and he'd be better. So New York Jets need a new head coach. The New England Patriots, they need a quarterback that is not going to throw 5 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Okay, how about a quarterback that is can at least somewhat compete in this league. First time in a, in a decade that the New England Patriots have not ma- uh made the playoffs. Uh the Patriots need a quarterback that can compete. Number uh the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins to me, listen, Get Tua some more wide receivers. Okay, Devontae Parker's a nice player. I like him. But listen, get him one of those crazy. You have the Houston pick. You have a top 10 pick. Use that top 10 pick on Jamar Chase from LSU. Devontae Smith has been incredible out of Alabama. Reunite them to Jalen Waddell. I mean, there's a bevy of wide receivers to be had and really good ones. Get get Tua another wide receiver. Get him another serious weapon to throw the ball to. Uh, and the Buffalo bills, how about for Buffalo, what they need is some playoff luck. Look, I think Buffalo is one of the two best teams in the NFL this year. I really do. But the thing that's killed them for through uh, throughout the years, throughout their history is that they just, they haven't been lucky, right? Towards the end of the playoffs, they've been to, they've been to a bunch of Super Bowls. They never win any. So <laughs> the bills got to go. To a Super Bowl, win one. They need some luck uh, at the end of the playoffs. I'm going to give the Bills a little bit of luck, some magic. Uh, AFC North. The Cincinnati Bengals. An offensive line so their quarterback doesn't get hurt. Oh, wait. Well, it's too late for that. Uh, But the Bengals need an offensive line. Got to protect Joe Burrow. That's easy. The Baltimore Ravens. I would say add some more perimeter talent for Lamar Jackson. Look, this is a really good Ravens roster. Great defense, great running game, great offensive line. The only thing that I'm worried about with the Ravens is that they are not elite at wide receiver. They could use another uh, another receiver or two to give Lamar Jackson. And again, maybe a bigger wide receiver. Get him somebody that can go up and win a 50-50 ball. I think that would benefit Lamar Jackson greatly. Uh, Cleveland. The Browns what they need is some peace of mind with baker mayfield now baker recently has been phenomenal he's played really really well the past couple of games so again what they should do is i think they should trade obj draft another wide receiver another guy that another talented guy not a guy that's going to demand the football right they got to make sure that baker mayfield works kevin stefanski looked like he was the right hire they need some stability, some direction with Baker Mayfield. Uh, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, they need, uh, look, it, honestly, they need a future plan after Big Ben because it's not on the roster. It's not Doug Hodges. It's not Mason Rudolph. They could use a future plan after Ben Roethlisberger. They don't have a backup plan. They need it. AFC South, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, period. They could use Trevor Lawrence. Uh Houston. A new head coach that knows what he's doing. Bill O'Brien didn't. Uh, Deshaun Watson deserves a good head coach. Get Deshaun Watson a coach that he can work with. Indianapolis. Uh, How about the best free agent quarterback in the market? Whether it's Carson Wentz or Matt Stafford or somebody like that. Dak Prescott, maybe even. fill, Fill that spot with a quarterback that you don't have to develop, right? Listen, they got $41 million coming off the books at the quarterback position. They can afford to pay a quarterback a little bit of money. Um, So give me the Colts uh, as uh, fulfilling a need with a free agent quarterback. The Tennessee Titans, uh, let's give them, how about this? Let's give the Tennessee Titans a more consistent pass rush, okay? So they have some nice players, right? I like Harold Landry. I like Jadavion Clowney. They they have, a nice, they have a nice set of guys, but maybe a little bit more consistency on the defensive side of the football, especially in the pass rush. Uh, that'll be for Tennessee. All right, AFC West, the LA Chargers, a new head coach. They need to know how to win, right? Justin Herbert's a great player. They need to learn how to win. They need a coach that can teach a young quarterback how to win, a new head coach. The Denver Broncos, they need a new quarterback. Drew Locke, definitely not the answer. They're going to try and get a new quarterback. Maybe Matt Stafford would be a perfect fit. The Raiders, anything on defense. The Raiders need defensive players. Bad secondary. They have one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. Get anything on the back end of the defense. And the Kansas City Chiefs, their, their Christmas gift from me this year, listen, it's easy, okay? The Kansas City Chiefs need to not fall apart at the end of games. Okay. What they've shown is that they can be a little bit vulnerable at the end of games. They need to be able to stop that and remain consistent throughout the game. Uh, all right, really quick before we got to go Monday night football is tonight. Uh, Steelers Bengals Steelers favored, uh, by 14 in Cincinnati. Give me the Steelers going to be a blowout game. I'm going to say Steelers win 33. I'll say 33 to 10 Steelers over the Bengals tonight on Monday night football. That does it for us every Monday and Friday, 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock Eastern in the afternoon. It's Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido here with you. Merry Christmas. We'll see you.